Welcome to the Brain People Podcast, a show where four mental health experts team up to bring you practical tools for overcoming mental health challenges. The Brain People don't replace your doctor or therapist, but we will give you some extra tools to help you on your journey. So join us as we fight mental illness, one episode at a time. Welcome to the Brain People podcast. I'm Amanda Anguish and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm joined today with my co-host, Dr. Daniel Vinus. And we are going to be talking about resilience during stressful times. And so I'm going to just ask you the question because it's kind of a lame question, but sometimes it helps to start on a level playing field. What is resilience? Yeah, that's actually a good question. So resilience really has to do with the ability to bounce back. And you mm-hmm. think about a ball, for example, a ball that has resilience, like you throw it on the ground. And even though it might temporarily, if it's a bouncing ball, mm-hmm. like kind of squish or a tennis ball or something like that, then if it has resilience, it actually goes back into the original shape and it is able to bounce back. So when we're talking about resilience in the face of stress, we're really talking about the ability to bounce back, to not get bent out of shape and stay mm-hmm. out of shape, even though for a little while, we might be a little bit out of shape. <laughs> yeah. I was, as you say, as you were saying that, I'm thinking of those like 25 cent bouncy balls you get in the coin machine and stuff and how they bounce like forever up and down. Yes. So I want to be one of those if that's what resilience <laughs> exactly. that's, is. That, that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> so why is resilience important? Well, one of the most important factors that we find in mental health and actually medicine in general is the impact of stress on people's health. Mm -hmm. In other words, if we don't get good at stress, if we don't learn how to handle stress properly, it really can have a huge negative effect on both our physical health and our mental health. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, studies clearly show that if people are dealing with chronic long-term stress and they're not managing that appropriately, that it can increase their risk for autoimmune diseases, for obesity, for heart disease, for cancer, as well as a myriad of mental health problems uh, like, of course, post-traumatic stress disorder, Mm -hmm. anxiety disorders, depression, uh, substance use disorders, and other addictions, uh, even increase the risk for STDs. Uh, So there's a lot of different factors, if we're not dealing with stress appropriately, that it can really wreak havoc on our body, on our relationships Mm -hmm. and our mental health. Yeah. I think a lot of people would like to be resilient after that explanation and all the the benefits of it and stuff. So you said, you said stress, but I've heard that not all stress is bad. So can you explain that a little bit too? Absolutely. And I think that's a really important thing uh, for all of our listeners to take home because we tend to want to live life or at least I've, I've had this concept myself in the past, like, you know what, life is best if it's minimally stressful. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't have any stress, that's when I'm going to be the happiest. But that's actually not true. Uh, There is a good amount of stress. And there's actually something that uh, they call a stress curve. And what, what they find in that stress curve is when people have too little stress, Mm -hmm. like they're 
They don't have any pressure, no deadlines, nothing going on in their life. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, it seems like it would be really awesome. Uh -huh. Like, oh, just time at the beach all the time. Every day is a day at the beach. Actually, that makes people less happy. And they're, they don't get much done. There's not a lot of motivation. Mm -hmm. Now, as you go up that stress curve, and it's a bell-shaped curve, then at the top of the curve, the performance, people's performance, and actually even their happiness levels will will increase when there is some degree of stress. You know, when there is some deadlines, there is uh, maybe even some hardships that they're going through because those things are forcing them to actually be challenged and try new ways of thinking, new ways of behavior. It's it's forcing them uh, or I shouldn't say forcing them, but allowing them to have some motivation uh, to actually be faster, be more efficient, et cetera. Now, on the other side of the curve, once you start getting too much stress, mm -hmm. that's when you really can start breaking down. Uh, because So there is a, a threshold like where the stress actually becomes too much, then it can lead to burnout and it can lead to irritability and anger and depression and anxiety and all those things. As you're saying that, I'm I'm imagining like some of the people I've worked with and I'm assuming people you've worked with, too, where how do we know where that point is? Because some people think like, oh, the top of my bell curve is like way over here and somebody else is like, oh, well, I'm way over on the other side of that. And maybe they don't have as much stress as they imagine to be having. Absolutely. And I think that's a great question. And, you know, part of what we actually want to address today is, is thinking about how can we essentially widen that curve? In other words, mm -hmm. how can we actually learn to perform uh, more at a higher level, even when we're dealing with higher levels of stress? Mm -hmm. And so it's true that sometimes uh, if we haven't learned the main key factors that can help us to be resilient, to mm -hmm. deal with stress, then even little stressors can be like, oh, it's just too much, you know? And I'm yeah. already like in that anxiety mode and I'm already feeling overwhelmed. On the other hand, if we get tools that can actually help us to deal with stress in a healthier way, then it's amazing mm -hmm. how much stress the human mind and the human body and even our relationships can handle and, and it can actually help us grow. That's interesting because I, I remember a quote, I think it's from Dave Goggins and he says, just when you think you can't do anymore, you're only at 40% of what you're capable of. And I think about that sometimes and I'm like, wow, is this only the 40% that I'm at right now? Could I actually handle more if right. I talk to myself differently about it or had tools differently. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing I want to mention, because I know that there's a lot of people in the world that are dealing with stress right now. Mm -hmm. And, and we really, you know, this, this epi episode, we want to especially gear towards some of those, especially those in Ukraine mm -hmm. that are really struggling with huge amounts of stress. And we might say, well, that's definitely not good stress. But the point there is if we learn the right tools to deal with stress and with the right mindset, then, and also we're going to talk in a subsequent episode, how we can um, even do things to our physical health to increase our resilience. Then even the very difficult things, the, the traumatic things that ha happen in our life can actually help us to grow. Mm -hmm. I, I think what you're talking about reminds me that 
don't we all just want to learn how to handle things better? Like we don't want to feel out of control in a situation. We want to feel like we can manage it and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's really, that's really cool. So in talking about that, it seems like a big emphasis is on our mindset. So share a little bit about how the mindset works with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a couple interesting studies that I'll highlight real quick. So, you know, one, uh, poll, they did one world survey and they were asking people about their, their stress levels. And they mm-hmm. asked over 125,000 people worldwide. That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, right? What, what their stress levels were like. Mm-hmm. And then they, they compared that with uh, the amount of happiness that people had. And they actually found that the happiest people, believe it or not, were actually the ones that were the most stressed because the mm-hmm. things in life that often stress us are also the things that bring us happiness, that give meaning to our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, Another study found, so this was an interesting study that where there was a whole bunch of people uh, laid off of their jobs. And they, they found that some people really struggled after that. I mean, they really were down and out. Uh, they were uh, basically, you know, floundering in their ability to deal with life. But then another group of people that were also laid off flourished. It was mm-hmm. like, it was almost like a new page in their life and they actually were able to make progress and they were Maybe able that to- job wasn't their favorite job. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> like could I've be, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been released finally. <laughs> and, and, and they found like, okay, well, what was the difference? And they said it was really came down to a mindset and they coined that term hardiness, mm-hmm. hardiness, which was really the- mentality of of saying i can grow through this good can come out of this and i will actually be able to change in a positive mm-hmm. way cool so that so basically we all want to have a positive mindset when we go through things and that makes me think of something that i talk to my clients about too sometimes and that is is like one of the things you get out of hardiness or work is a dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. It's one of the, you know, rewards of doing something hard. And I think some people, it seems like have, have like, um, honed in on that and they realize they understand that. And so they keep going forward in difficult things because there's that reward of that dopamine hit and that, oh, I can do this and bring it on, give me more kind of thing. Not always, but you know, it's almost like a a welcome challenge. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the reasons that we find that stress can actually bring a lot of meaning because, you know, when we're, even though it's hard to like work and hard Mm -hmm. to meet difficult circumstances, when we wrestle with those we could, and we're challenged by those. And then we find like, wow, you know, I did find meaning or wow, look, I was able to accomplish something by working hard. That is a rewarding, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, Yes, I had to put the work in there, but there was a purpose for that. There was good that came out of that. And mm-hmm. I think that that is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I think you said you were going to share some questions that that we can ask ourselves to gauge whether we have that positive mindset. You know? Absolutely. You want to share those? Well, and, and these questions, I think, are really helpful because they're not just about seeing where we're at now, but it's also, these are questions that I think can help people to grow into developing a more mm-hmm. positive mindset. And most of us has probably heard of, of the term post, um, post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, when you go through trauma, 
you are overwhelmed and you keep reliving it. You start avoiding things. You are just really feeling stuck because of the hypervigilance and, and, and so, you know, when, when we, people have gone through serious trauma, like many have in the world, especially in Ukraine right now, it is easy to slip into that post-traumatic stress mindset, but there's a new term that's been coined that I really love. And it's actually called post-traumatic growth, Yeah, post-traumatic growth. And so the point here is that we want to look at how can we actually grow out of the the the, uh, the trauma that we've mm-hmm. experienced, how can we change in a positive way? So there's several questions that questions that I want to highlight, and I want to encourage our listeners to jot these down, and then either do some journaling on your own, or these are also great questions to open up in a group discussion, which can really be healthy and helpful to even process like wow, what just happened What mm-hmm. and finding meaning through that. So yeah, I'll just go ahead and go yeah. through a couple of questions here. So number one, how can this experience help me grow stronger? How can this experience help me grow stronger? And I think, you know, even though there's challenges that we would never choose, right? Maybe it's a loss of a loved one or maybe it's an injury or, but does that mean that we can't grow from it? Mm-hmm. And I always tell myself, even when I'm, especially when I'm dealing with something I really don't like, I'm like, well, at least I get to grow in my character, have more patience, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's one important question. A second question. Thank you for the mental gym Lord that I'm working myself <laughs> exactly. out in. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And that's a good point, you know, and, and, and trusting that, you know, God can really bring good out of that, you mm-hmm. know, even in our development as human beings. I think Joseph said it with one of my favorite quotes in Genesis where he says, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. That's, right. That's one of the things I keep in mind. Too. Yeah. And I love that quote because it it shows how, yes, you know, we know the devil comes to kill and to steal and to destroy. He wants to really make our life miserable. But what God means, what the devil means for evil, God can turn into good mm-hmm. if we can start adopting this mindset. So another question is, how could I personally grow or change? Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important question to ask ourselves and to ask God and even maybe others that we trust too. Like, yeah, how could this actually help me to become a better person? Sometimes crises bring out our weaknesses. They reveal like, oh man, I don't have a lot of patience or I get really angry in these types of situations. Oh, I thought I was really great until this happened. And yeah. so it it gives us that awareness. That's Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Another uh, question is, how could I begin to give more time and energy to the things that bring me joy or matter most to me? So this really has to do with prioritizing. Mm-hmm. prioritizing. In other words, sometimes, you know, we get off track and we're like, just working way too much, not spending time with our relationships or with God. And then when we're faced with, a traumatic or difficult situation, suddenly we're like, wow, you know, my life could change so quickly. I need to really focus on the things that matter the most. Mm -hmm. Another question is in what ways could this experience help me grow spiritually? And again, I think that is a wonderful question to ask. It's a wonderful question, not only to ask ourselves, but to ask God, like what, you know, we don't always know why, and we don't always get the answers why, and we can say you know, why God, he, he doesn't always mm-hmm. answer, but we can still say, okay, well, even though I don't understand it all, how can I grow to trust you more? How can I grow spiritually? And God can handle those questions too. That's right. 
That's right. And I think it's important to wrestle with God. Mm -hmm. And then how could this experience strengthen my relationships? Again, I think that has to do with prioritizing, but then also being intentional with what are the things, the steps I could take to actually connect in a deeper way mm -hmm. in my relationships instead of maybe putting them on the back burner. Yeah. And finally, what positive changes could I make in my life as a result of this experience? And so that kind of goes along with the other things that we we're talking about, but really saying, yeah, sometimes I need to make some hard choices, you know, and sometimes I need to say no to some things to create space mm -hmm. to have more of what's better, you know, and, 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 or what's best because, you know, good is sometimes the enemy of, of what's best. Right? Best. Yeah. Well, those are some great questions. I think each one of our listeners can spend some time with. It's a good homework assignment for each one of them. And as they're doing that, they can consider, you know, the answers to it, their priorities and everything. So we've talked about resilience. What is resilience? We've talked about what's important. Why is that important? We've also talked about the mindset and having a healthy mindset and a growth mindset. And then those questions are a good way to get to the answers for how to build that growth mindset. So we hope this is helpful for you and um, continue to listen to the Brain People podcast and we'll bring you more good information on the brain. Thank you. So if you only take one thing away from today's show, remember this. If mental illness is a whole person problem, then it must have a whole person solution. I'm Dr. Daniel Binus. And I'm Amanda Anguish. And you've been listening to The, the Brain, Brain People, People Podcast. Podcast. Thanks for listening. To hear more episodes, find us on social media or support us financially, visit the brainpeoplepodcast.com.